player. <laughs> I, I'm a guitar player who wants to be a bass player. And when they, there was an opening this morning, so I just tried to get in there. But my name's Russ. I'm not from here. I'm from Crofton, B.C., just down the road from you. And I'm married to Michelle. And our son, Kieran, is 16. Our daughter, Kendall, is 14. And we're hanging out with you here at Ocean View Community Church this morning. So uh, we're part of Warmland Community Church, which again, down the road in Crofton, and I spend a lot of time at Camp Quanos, which I see some Quanos people here, and I know that you guys are, you're all Quanos people, because I know that you guys get it. You get the fact that when kids go to camp, they have a great time, big adventure, and they hear about Jesus, and that's fantastic. And we know that you guys are actively sending kids from your community to camp, so thank you for doing that. That's fantastic. Good to be here with you this morning and stuff. And if you're a visitor this morning, because you might be visiting church for, for whatever reason, if you're a visitor, so am I. I don't know what's going on here, and maybe you don't either, but we have that in common. This is good. So if you're visiting, just you got to know that these are great people here. They're kind, and they're compassionate, and, and they'll tell us what's going on. So if you feel a little lost, I do too, because I'm visiting too, right? Today... It's Palm Sunday, and we're going to talk about what that means. And today's message is called Palm Springs and Other Things because my family took a trip to Palm Springs. Now, this logo I want to point out, that's a, that's a palm tree. That's not a marijuana leaf. That's not a, that's not a pot leaf. It's Palm Sunday, not Pot Sunday, just so you know. Maybe you're visiting, you're like, well, this is going to be an interesting church. So that's because we went to Palm Springs. Specifically, we went to Desert Hot Springs, which is a little bit north of Palm Springs, Palm Springs being in California and the desert. Desert Hot Springs, like 15 minutes north of Palm Springs. We went there because we booked our flights to Palm Springs and then found out there was a teacher's convention, which made all the hotel prices go up. So we went to Desert Hot Springs, which is not as glamorous as Palm Springs, but still a great place to go. We went there because we wanted to be warm because it's, it's not been warm uh, in the last few months. And when we were there, we hit it just right. There was a heat wave. And so this, it was 36 degrees when we were there, which is great when you're sitting by the pool. But when we went and walked around a big outdoor zoo, it was too hot. But hey, we went for the heat, and so it was good. We went with that. This is, this is kind of my, uh, my Desert Hot Springs t-shirt, although I did not get this shirt down in Desert Hot Springs. I got it just before we left at Old Navy in Nanaimo for two bucks because it was on the discount rack. But then I didn't wear it until we went on our trip, so it's become my vacation shirt, which actually turned out to be good because Desert Hot Springs, they don't make t-shirts for that town. They do for Palm Springs. You can get all kinds of t-shirts from Palm Springs. But Desert Hot Springs, no. So this has become my Desert Hot Springs shirt. If you're to go to Desert Hot Springs, I recommend Zapopan Mexican food. I have the menu here. If you'd like to plan what you're going to eat. They've got hard shell tacos and burritos and tortas and quesadillas. It's great. So I recommend it. If you want to take a look, plan your trip. Good food there. It's good. And when we were there, when my family visited this place. We also went to Joshua Tree National Park, kind of north of Desert Hot Springs. Fantastic. It's just 
desert landscape, all kinds of boulders and stuff. And when I was there, I made a little video. So we're going to roll that video here. Check this out. I want to run. I want to hide. Now that's the whole video. <laughs> but I want you to catch what's in there. So if we could roll it one more time, let's just do that. I want to run. I want to hide. Now, where are the U2 fans in the room? You know what I'm saying then. Okay. If you're wondering what's going on, U2, the band U2 from Ireland, probably their biggest, best album was the Joshua Tree album. And so at Joshua Tree National Park, guess what you see? And Joshua Trees. And there's lots of them. This is not the Joshua Tree. It's just one of many. Not the one from the album cover. But that's me by the Joshua Tree singing a song from the Joshua Tree album. And it all makes sense now. Okay, good. Good, good. Trip Advisor. TripAdvisor is a great tool on the internet if you want to get an idea of what to expect of where you are going. You can go online, TripAdvisor, you can look up hotels, you can look up destinations, things to do, and people will say, hey, we went there, did that, here's what we thought. That's handy. When I got married to Michelle a while ago, there was no TripAdvisor. So the tool that I had to use to find out where should I stay in Maui, the tool I used was this, <laughs> which may or may not be the actual rotary phone still in my parents' house with that wallpaper, or a reasonable facsimile. But that's what I had to use to figure out what to expect of a hotel because there was no TripAdvisor. I had to use that phone and, and do the rotary phone thing, phone somewhere in Surrey, and then I had to go out to Surrey to this guy's house, sit down in his living room, take out an actual physical photo album and look at pictures of this condo he had and decide, do I want to rent this place or not? That's what I had to do at the time. Kind of crazy. But it gives you an idea of what to expect, right? And sometimes when you travel, you have different reactions to the places you visit. So on our trip, there's this first reaction, and it's this. That's about what I expected. That's the first reaction. For us, that first place was the Crown Plaza Hotel. This is a place in L.A. It's kind of by the airport. We booked it. It was the last stop on our trip. And we went to the Crown Plaza Hotel in it's about what we expected. It was a building. They had a lobby. They had elevators. They had hallways. We went down the hallway into our room. In the room, there were two beds. They even had a bathroom. And it was all clean, and it was, it was about what we expected. And sometimes that's your reaction to places you visit. Another kind of reaction you can have to place, a place you visit is, that's not what I expected. It was better. That's not what I expected. It was better. For us, that was the Aqua Soleil Hotel in Desert Hot Springs. Michelle found this place on Groupon, and we didn't quite know what to expect. Um, this place is uh, it's not all that attractive on the outside. In fact, it's kind of dirty on the outside, but it's like a jewel on the inside. So in the inner courtyard area, it's like an oasis. There's all these pools and palm trees, and we loved it. It wasn't what we expected. Not what I expected. It was better. The room's nice and bright, bright, kind of funky retro furniture, all that. We loved it. It was the unexpected thing for us. We wanted to keep staying there, but we couldn't. 
It's not what I expected. It was better. But sometimes another reaction you might have to places you visit would be, that's not what I expected. It was worse. And for us, that was, <laughs> that was the Airtel Hotel, also in L.A. This is the first stop on our trip. Another thing that we booked through Groupon. So Groupon's great, but if you book through Groupon and you don't like your hotel, you're kind of locked in. So we go to this hotel. We all go to the lobby here and we check in. Again, first night of the trip. It's about 11 o'clock at night. And we get our keys to the room. Great. And we had to walk a fair distance to go to the room. So we go and we find the room. You know, you look on your little folded thing. Oh, here's the room number. There's the room. Great. We want to make sure it's the right one. Take the key out. We try it. Doesn't work. Try the key the other way. Doesn't work. Flip the key. Try it again. Right? No, try the other key. Doesn't work. So I tell my family, why don't you guys stay here? And I go back to the lobby and I tell the guy there, I'm like, oh, the keys don't work. And he goes, oh. And he takes a look at them. He does something with them and says, here, these will work. Okay. So now I go all the way back to find the room and we try the first key and it works. And we're excited. And anyway, even if you've looked up a hotel online, that moment when you open the door and get to go in is kind of exciting because this is going to be great. So our 14-year-old daughter, Kendall, goes in first, and we're still getting our luggage ready. And all of a sudden, Kendall comes bolting out saying, there's a man in the bed, there's a man in the bed, there's a man in the bed. <laughs> so we panic, and we bolt it. We, we all go to the lobby now. <laughs> and when I go to the manager, I go up and say, we're not off to a great start here. And we kind of went from there. It was not what we expected, and it was worse. Sometimes that's your reaction to when you travel and stuff. Have you guys ever had something happen in your life that made you think, oh, that, that's about what I expected? Or have you had something that, that kind of comes around and you think, well, that's not what I expected, but it was better? Or maybe... You've had something happen in your life, circumstances that make you go, that's not what I expected, and it was worse. Well, today is Palm Sunday. It's one week before Easter, and the people at that time in the Bible, at Jesus' time around Palm Sunday, they were expecting a certain thing to happen. So what were they expecting? And what happened? How did it turn out? Did it end up being kind of like situation number one where you go, eh, that's about what I expected? Or for them, how did it turn out? Was it more like number two where that's eh, not what I was expecting, but it was better? Or for them, did it end up being like it's not what I was expecting, it was worse? That is what we're going to look at here this morning. And, and there's a quick backstory to this as well. God's people for a whole bunch of years, have been expecting somebody to show up. They've been expecting a savior, a, a rescuer, someone who's going to come in and help them. And for them, at this specific time in, in history, the, God's people, they were dealing with the Romans. The Romans kind of ruled the land that God's people lived in, and so God's people had to pay taxes to the Romans and do what the Romans would say and all this. And so the people at that time were thinking, if this savior, if this rescuer shows up now, he's totally going to get rid of the Romans. He's going to conquer them, and uh, I mean, we hope for that. That's what they were expecting would happen. And then this time, too, Jesus had been teaching and ministering for about three years, 
And all of a sudden we land at this moment that we're going to look at here today. So we're going to look at the book of Matthew in chapter 21. I know in your program, I think it says Mark, and it says the wrong thing. And it says that not because Bev put the wrong thing in there, because I sent her the wrong thing. So, which is, as a quick aside, it's kind of neat, actually, because uh, when you look at the Bible and you look at the four gospel books, you know, one, two, three, four, they are all accounts of what Jesus said and did, but kind of from different points of view. So even the scripture references in your bulletin there from Mark, that tells this same story from a different point of view. But we are going to look in Matthew. So if you have a Bible, you can look up Matthew 21. If you got a fancy phone and you can look up stuff on that, great. We're going to have the verses on the screen as well. And let's take a look at this. So Matthew chapter 21, verse 1 says this. As they, and that's Jesus and his disciples, as they approached Jerusalem, and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Now we get these words that come from the Old Testament that, they're looking at it as a prophecy, and it says, this prophecy said, say to daughter Zion, or another way we say to God's people, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a, the, a colt, the foal of a donkey. This is a big deal, this thing here. We're going to come back to this, but this is a big deal. We'll keep going. Verse 6, so the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them, for Jesus to sit on. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. This is also a big deal. So we're going to come back to this. So hang on. Verse 9 says, The crowds that went ahead of him, Jesus, and those that followed, they shouted. They shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David. They shouted, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they shouted, Hosanna in the highest heaven. This is also a big deal, but we want to come back and look at that. Verse 10 says, When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered. They said, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. So why is it a big deal for, about some of these things? Why is it a big deal that Jesus goes into the city on a donkey? It's a big deal because... If kings went into, into a city riding a donkey, that meant they, they came with peaceful intentions. If a king came into the city riding on a horse, that meant trouble. That meant this guy's coming to conquer us and, and, and all this. It meant wartime. But if a king came into a city on a donkey, that meant he's coming in peace. And God's people had this prophecy that that was going to happen. I think that they missed it. I think they were so wrapped up in... The Savior is going to come, and if he comes now, he's going to conquer the Romans. He's going to be a conquering kind of king. I think they kind of missed the fact that when Jesus went into the city, he was on a donkey. Because if they paid attention to that, they'd go, he's coming on a mission to peace. So that is a big deal. Why was it a big deal that for the people to take their cloaks and, and put them down and, and take these branches and put them on the road? It's a big deal because that was their way of recognizing that this Jesus, Jesus guy 
He is the guy who's going to save us. So they're cutting down branches, palm branches, putting them on the road as a way to honor Jesus and say, we are, by doing this, we're recognizing that you are the one who's coming to save us. You're that rescuer, that savior who's come. That's a big, big deal. And then why was it a big deal that for the people to say stuff like, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Like, well, what is the big deal with that? That's a big deal because it was their way of saying, again, you're the one who's going to save us. If we could look at that, that scripture that's in verse 9, that where the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord and Hosanna in the highest heaven. It's a big deal. Uh, the word Hosanna, it means Lord save or save now. So as the people shouted that word out to Jesus, it's like they're saying, we know you're the one who's come to save us. And when they shouted, Hosanna to the son of David, you're like, what's, what's the whole deal with son of David? What's that deal? Back in the God's people's history, they had King David. He was a good king. And there was a promise made to David that somebody from his family would be on God's throne forever. And so these people are recognizing, going, ah, this Jesus guy, he's the one. So when they say Hosanna to the son of David, they're recognizing that, which is a pretty big deal. They expected, though, that Jesus was going to rescue them from the Romans, be this conquering kind of guy. That was their expectation. So how did things turn out? And like, what happened? What happened to these people? Was the outcome of the situation kind of like the, uh, the Crown Plaza Hotel, where it was like, oh, this is about what we expected? You know, like, did, did Jesus come in and, and, you know, get a few guys together and kind of mess up the Romans a bit? Nope, not really. Didn't happen. Was the outcome kind of like the Aqua Soleil Hotel, where their reaction was, oh, that's, that's not what we expected, but it was better. Like, did Jesus come in and gather a whole army of people and like, take on all the Romans, kick them out of Jerusalem, the city there, and, and the whole countryside? No. No, that, that didn't happen. Or was the situation in the end, was it like the Airtel Hotel? Was it, that's not what we were expecting, but it, it was worse. And that's kind of what happened. Because instead of getting rid of the Romans... You know, a week later, these same people are looking at Jesus going, we don't like what you're saying about yourself and about God, and uh, we would like you to be gone. In fact, the same people that at one time on Palm Sunday are saying, Hosanna, you're the one who's going to save us. A week later, they're yelling out, let's kill him, let's crucify him, let's get rid of him. So Jesus was not what they expected. He was worse so what do we do with that? You know, you always hit these moments in the message. What do you do with that? So what? Now what? What does that mean for me? What do I do with that in my life? And I think it's this. It turns out that Jesus was not what they expected, and though it seemed worse, it was actually better. So Jesus was not what they expected, and though it seemed worse, it was actually better. Because, again, they were expecting a savior, a rescuer, to get rid of the Romans. That would have been better. But what they got in the end is a savior 
who through what happens later on at Easter Sunday conquered a whole lot more than the Romans. And that is what Easter is all about, Charlie Brown. That's what Easter is all about. That's why next Sunday, Easter Sunday, is such a big deal. So if, if you're a Christian here this morning, then you get what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. If you're visiting this morning and you'd, you'd say, oh, I don't th- I'm not a Christian, I'm just, you know, someone brought me here or just checking things out, then you need to hear the rest of the story. you got to come back next Sunday, this whole Easter celebration, and hear the rest of this story because it's a big, big deal. Now, I talked to the Christians in the crowd for a second here. Hey, Christians, um, God did the unexpected then, and He's doing the unexpected now. God did the unexpected then. He's doing the unexpected now. So what I mean about that is that the unexpected thing of Jesus going to the cross then is what makes your life different now. The unexpected thing of Jesus going to the cross then makes your life different now. So celebrate that. Live that out. You're living in that promise because of what happened then. But also, this is probably the biggest thing I want you to take home with that would be this, is because God did the unexpected then, and He's doing the unexpected now, don't be surprised if your life doesn't turn out how you expect. We don't know that things in our lives are always going to go great. Sometimes there's easy times. Most of the time there's hard times. There's even unpleasant times. But because of what God did, this unexpected thing that He did with Jesus, you're living that out. And even though you go through easy times and hard times and unpleasant times, the thing that comes out of that is a big deal. That God loves you, that you know through this unexpected thing that Jesus did, you have a relationship with God, that He loves you, that nothing's ever going to separate His love from you. That's a big, big deal. All because of this unexpected thing. And I want you to hang on to that. I want you to celebrate that. So we, we're all kind of traveling through life. And sometimes life gives you unexpected things. Kind of like the Airtel Hotel. Now I need to tell you about what happened in the end with this. Because we stayed at this hotel for two nights. Again, we were locked in. Groupon, you're locked in. So at the end of our two nights, uh, in the morning, I go to the front desk again, and I give them my keys. There's a different manager working, but they had the manager button on, and that's who you want to talk to. This is the one with the manager button. So um, she's checking uh, us out, and she says, oh, I can see here that everything's prepaid through Groupon, so all that we need to settle is your $30 of parking for the two days. And that's when I went, yeah, about that. I told her, we didn't have a great experience here. And she said, oh, well, what happened? And then I told her the whole story. And she was apologetic. She said, I'm sorry. That shouldn't have happened. It's, it's, it's on us. I'm sorry about that. And uh, okay. And that's when I went for it. I went, so about that parking. And right away, she's like, oh, no, I'm waiving the parking. I mean, it's the least we can do. I mean, and we're, again, we're sorry that this happened, but in the least... No charge for the parking. Like, all right. So that's 30 bucks US. Which, when you do the math on the, well, it was like 42 bucks Canadian or 100 or 1,000, something like that. So, 
It was something good that came out of this bad situation. Airtel Hotel for us, that's not what we expected. It was worse, but something good came out of it. 30 bucks off parking, right? God's people did not get what they expected from Jesus. They, at the time, might have looked at the situation and gone, this is not what we expected. This is worse. But something came out of it that was good. It was very good. Something way better than 30 bucks free parking. And that is what we talk about at Easter. And that's something that is very good. So, God's people didn't get what they expected. God did the unexpected then. He's doing the unexpected now. So if you don't know the rest of the story again, if you're visiting, come back next week. You've got to come back next week. Next week is Easter. We're going to talk about the Easter story, what happened, what God did for us through that. So come for that. God did the unexpected then. He's doing the unexpected now. If you know the rest of the story, just remember that that unexpected thing that God did through Jesus at Easter and through Palm Sunday, it's a big deal because now through that we're living in the goodness of God and that's a great thing. TripAdvisor will give you an idea of where you're going, the hotel you're going to stay at. Palm Sunday gives us an idea that Jesus was not what the people expected and they thought it was worse, but it actually turned out to be better. Can we pray together?